The Packers went from being over $12 million over the cap to now around a million to $2 million over the cap. And that's without restructuring some of their biggest contracts. I know this is a radical idea, but the Packers front office might know what it's doing. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom, working on a Saturday, Grassi, and today we're going to be uh, breaking down a busy Friday for the Green Bay Packers, as well as some uh, little breaking news that occurred today as well uh, regarding restructuring of some contracts and, of course, not bringing back the Tim Boyle. My regards, Andy Herman. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new YouTube members. First, we got Chaka B. We have Holly Winchell. We have Jacob Ross. We have Austin. We have D. Dubious. We have Luke Birch. We have Alexander Kane, Debo Brando, and Thomas Amund. I've had almond milk a couple of times. That's pretty good. A big shout out and thank you to you all. Now, as of last night, after some restructuring of some players' contracts, the Packers were $2.3 million over the cap. Now, Billy Turner just got restructured today, or at least the news came out today that he was restructured. And so that number is going to be even closer to zero, which again, they needed to get back into the positive by next Wednesday. But let's take a look and see how the Packers got here. First of all, they restructured Adrian Amos to save a whopping $750,000. Hey, every dollar counts at this point. But the big contract news that came out yesterday was of course the restructuring of outside linebacker Preston Smith. Many, including myself, thought Preston Smith was most likely going to get cut. You're gonna have Rashawn Gary step on in and he was just gonna be playing full time. However, that seems to not be the case. The Smith brothers are staying together once again. Now, here's how they restructured. Originally, he was supposed to make $12 million, but what they did is they basically just incentivized the absolute living crap out of this contract. He's gonna get an $8 million salary and up to $4.4 million in incentives. Now, I absolutely love this deal, and we were talking about this on the live stream last night, that like this just is great for everybody. Now, I will say, Preston Smith could actually make more money under this deal if he reaches all these incentives, but that also means that like he's a monster and did really, really well. So like I said, it's a win-win. Now, that being said as well, Preston Smith's cap hit is not going to be pretty next year if we keep him, but let's just, let's just focus on the now and talk about these incentives. So if Preston Smith gets six sacks, he will make $500,000. If he gets eight sacks, he'll make 750,000 more. If he gets double digits and gets 10, he'll make $750,000 more. If he gets 12 sacks, he'll get an additional 1.2 million. And if he gets 14, an additional 1.2 million. So again, up to $4.4 million in incentives. Now, this is possible considering Preston Smith in 2019, when he was a monster, had 12 sacks. Now, looking at last year where he was not as effective, he only registered four sacks. Now, I would imagine that if Rashawn Gary continues to go to the next level, you're gonna see a lot more of Rashawn Gary being played. And I would imagine a guy like Preston Smith could be swapped out. And even though this would totally be like an a-hole move, 
They could just be like, all right, Preston, you're about to get 14 sacks. It's week 17. We're going to put Rashawn Gary in. <laughs> just, we got to save that money, buddy. I'm sorry. We, we just got to save that money. But that definitely helped in terms of current cap space. There still is a long way to go before we can start breaking down who do we want to bring in for free agency. But the Packers also have other moves. We did mention that Billy Turner got restructured, but the details aren't out about that just yet. But they could also look at Zadarius Smith, who has been making lots of posts on social media about wanting to be a Packer for life. I'd like that. So they could wind up restructuring Z's contract or even extending him. And then of course, you got the, the elephant in the room, Aaron Rodgers. Now, when Ken Ingles was on here, he said that what they do with Aaron Rodgers is going to be fascinating because they can restructure Aaron Rodgers' contract and they could get a bunch of cap space out of it. And it seems like it's a win-win. Why wouldn't you do that? Well. That brings us to our other news, and that happens to be about Jordan Love. It was announced that Tim Boyle is not going to be a restricted free agent, and so because of that, he is going to hit the free agent market, meaning that Jordan Love just got elevated and just got closer to being the starter of the Green Bay Packers. Now, obviously, lots of people were upset uh, this past season. They were like, oh, first round pick, he's not even active a single game. Again, that wasn't the point. You know, Tim Boyle had more experience, so simmer down now. But I will say, with Jordan Love, now at the QB2 position, you're going to see the guy play, whether it's going to just be kneeling at the end of the game, God forbid Aaron Rodgers has an injury, or, of course, if we have a preseason, you're going to be seeing a lot of Jordan Love. And this makes sense, right? He had a year to basically sit and learn, and now he's actually going to get some playing time. But heading back to Rodgers' contract, if the Packers do wind up restructuring, that means that they are going to be making a longer-term commitment to Aaron Rodgers. If I had to try to analyze what was going on, I think the Packers are trying to do everything except restructure Aaron's contract. And here's the reason why. We talked about how potentially Aaron Rodgers wasn't expected to win an MVP last year and play at such a high level that he did, or at least the team didn't foresee that. And so now they're going like, oh, crap, okay. Yeah, the whole Jordan Love thing that uh, could have backfired just a smidge. So considering the Packers could trade Aaron Rodgers after this upcoming season and wouldn't get like absolutely obliterated by dead cap, it kind of makes sense to see, can Aaron Rodgers do it again? Can he play at an incredibly high level once again? And then in that case, the Packers go, oh crap, now I really don't know what to do with Jordan Love because then you're on his third year and you need to make some decisions about fifth year options. And on top of that, you know, if Jordan Love is actually going to play some real football. Not easy decisions. But we'll see if the Packers decide to make any other big moves to potentially alleviate some of that cap stress. They did waive guys like John Lovett and saved 120000 You saw that Devin Funches did take a pay cut. And so it seems like the Packers are just going from player to player and being like, all right, who wants to give back some money? Anybody? We, we could win a Super Bowl. We could. But at some point, the Packers are going to have to make a decision about Aaron Rodgers. And deciding not to restructure his contract is a decision. And one that speaks loud and clear that Jordan Love is still going to be the heir to the throne. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Are you relieved that the cap space situation is getting rectified? How do you feel about not restructuring Aaron Rodgers? Let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy at all social media see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. Happy Saturday. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go!